Welcome to the Compiled Podcast, a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick. I'm the main host of this podcast. This week, we are going to talk about something very uh, time-specific as well about staying at home because lots of people are being grounded because of the coronavirus and what we can do in the period when we are at home to stay fit and uh, and not get. Bog down in the couch. Uh, so joining me today again is our good friend Yukun. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a recording. Uh, so the the recording that uh, everybody was listening last week, actually we recorded it last summer. So it's like in August. So it has been. Well, but you know, for the audiences, it's only been a week, right? So yeah, <laughs> they're having me. Great. Uh, how have we been? We haven't we haven't had time to catch up for a while. Well, to be fair, is is kind of boring right now because um, you know I came back to China late January and that was I literally came back two days before the country was shut down. So mm. you know, two days of amazing home time and then you know go straight into a state of emergency. Yeah, everyone everyone is going crazy. You know, there's nobody in the streets anymore. Everyone's wearing face masks. Blah blah blah. You know, the whole the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, yeah, I'm kind of just getting used to it now. And to be fair, I don't I don't feel weird if I don't go out the house for a day mm-hmm. or maybe two days. Mm-hmm. That might not be great, but hey, mm-hmm. what can you do? Uh, just to give a bit more context, you actually went home. I think yeah, as you said, late January, uh, back to Beijing, where, uh, where the Chinese lockdown started soon afterwards. I I would say like a couple of days. Yeah, after. yeah. The Chinese lockdown started on twenty third of January, I think. Yeah. So I'm. We were recording this uh, Wednesday, the twenty fifth of March, right now in in yes. the UK, where this lockdown just started. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's been, it's been okay, uh, to, uh, to everyone who's staying in the UK, just, uh, be safe, um, stay at home and literally don't go. I, I was, I was blown away last weekend when I saw, uh, when I saw photos of people swarming in Richmond Park and I was like, come on, <laughs> stay at home, man. Yeah, it's, it's a bit crazy. You know, I have some friends, um, in other countries as well. There was a there was one of my friends from my bachelor days. She posted me, you know, a couple of pictures of news reports in Indonesia because that's where uh, that's where she lives. And it's crazy because you know the government announced, oh, people should start practicing social distancing, and so many people took it so literally. Mm. They just went to rural areas. Oh. And it, or they just take like family vacations to the beach and they claim to be social distancing, you know, quote unquote distancing because they're away from the city. It was just bogus because <laughs> that's funny. The picture, it was like hundreds and thousands of people lying on the beach together. There was barely any distance between all, the, all those people there. Yeah, yeah, but on the plus side, you know, I think it might, it might still be pretty tough in Beijing, but I heard from uh, the rest of the country is becoming, you know, people are starting to come out. Uh, it's not as severe as, uh, of a concern as it was, um, you know, three months ago. 
Is that right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, probably Beijing is, I would say, the most airtight city right now mm. in the whole country. Um, you know, well, A, because it is the capital, so, you know, everything to protect the capital, right? But also, it is a very big port city where, you know, a lot of aircrafts are landing, mm. coming and going every single day. And as you know, the airports are not shut. So that means a lot of Chinese people from overseas coming back to the country. And the first place they land is Beijing. Mm. And that poses a huge, huge risk because the hospitals can't be overpopulated overnight. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Like, <laughs> if you live in the UK and, and have uh, experience with the NHS, you probably know. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, NHS is definitely having a very hard time right now, I can imagine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's step up to a bit more of a positive note. Uh, so this week we are talking about something as an extension to what we discussed last week, where, uh, you know, uh, so last week what we trying to what we try to say is you know you should start getting into fitness and you know pay attention to your well being, uh, your physical well being, your mental well being. Um, that being said, uh. I realized lots of the because we recorded it in October uh, in uh, August. Lots of the tips that we had are essentially not usable because of the the lockdown in in uh, lots of countries. Uh, it's the same here. It's the same back in China. It's the same back uh, in uh, in the United States where you know a lot of the gyms are shut down. You don't have uh, equipments or even space at home, right? To to do all of this yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm crying as you were saying this. Yeah. How how come? <laughs> it's it's really it's really sad, you know, because I before I came back, I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna, you know, be able to go to the gym for a very cheap price now. So I'm so pumped to go home and you know do all those workouts. Yeah, I know. It's and before I even had had a chance to get a membership down. You know, all the gyms are gone. Oh man. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's the same for us as well. The so I don't really have a gym membership because um our office does have a does have a gym, so it's a small one, but you can it does all you need. Um, however, uh personally, um I've been I've been doing a lot of workouts at home. Uh, which is why my my uh my living room is a bit of a mess right now. Um, yeah, that's that's just how things are right now because I shifted my times again so I'm putting the bulk of my uh, exercise routine in the morning now instead of the afternoon um, so yeah that's how they how it is right now but yeah uh, we'll talk about the details of like routines and what exercise you can do uh, stuff like that uh, in a bit but before that uh, I want to sort of again tackle the uh, the mental bit of this where you know it's it's really hard to be honest to force yourself not even force you to motivate yourself to to stay fit or to uh, get uh, exercise while you're at home because that's literally not where you're supposed to do exercise honestly and um, so the root of this was well the genesis of this topic was uh, when I was talking to Caprice she has been uh, moving back and forth uh, between cities and uh, to, for job hunting and therefore 
constrained in hotels for a lot of the time, and um, it it was just hard for her to maintain any sort of any sort of exercise. She's not even not she's not even walking like from place to place. So, uh, so yeah, that that's quite tough, I think. Um, but yeah, so uh, as I as I said to her, <laughs> uh, and right now, um, it, it is definitely important to. Uh, stay healthy and especially now um, because you know it's the time of a pandemic and you know it, essentially because there isn't a vaccine per se uh, a lot of the times you are just left with your own sort of immune system to yeah you. yeah definitely I think is a well I'm not really a medical expert but I would say you know it's probably very important for for everyone to boost their immunity to a certain extent, you know, just make sure you're healthy because as we can see from the chunk, the bulk of the data that we have right now, most of the cases that died or most of the cases that were severe um, are mostly people relatively weaker, as we would say, you know, that they probably don't have perfect health status. They probably have chronic diseases and they're probably slightly older because, you know, when you get old, that's when your immunity start going downhill yeah i think it's usually people with uh pre-existing conditions where uh this will actually this this was uh brought up to me yesterday i was chatting with my uh my uh boss essentially and uh he watched this um infographic show so there's there's like uh many channels on youtube that the uh that do sort of animation to explain things for the general public they did like a couple of years ago they did one for like cryptocurrencies and whatnot so recently they did uh an episode on uh on the coronavirus and how how they sort of works and uh from what i i might be butchering this from what i understood is it seems like the virus itself does not um, cause particular issues with you so it, it just confuses your immune system to work against you for a bit and uh but eventually will overcome it however before that happens uh your respiratory systems are um vulnerable to other infections or other uh other conditions yeah yeah that's that's the case uh actually because both my parents are doctors so we had a lot of very interesting discussions about this and uh, you know what you said is exactly right. So this COVID nineteen or you know similar coronaviruses, how they work is they're basically you know just like any other organism that's trying to survive. So they go into your body because they need this. They need to reside in your bodily in your bodily cells to survive mm. and recreate. So they go in there, and what they do is they start reproducing, right? And by doing that. They're not really causing you. They're not giving you the cough. They're not giving you any other symptoms. Mm. It basically just confuses your immune system. Yeah, I see. Uh, so from uh, I don't know if this is experience for you, but for me, uh, I've definitely went through lots of times where, uh, where I just didn't feel like uh, I want to do exercise because I'm in the comf- uh, in the comfortable situation of my home and mm-hmm. uh you know it's it's just it just seems natural for me to to um 
you know, chill at home, right? That's well, literally yeah. what the what the sofa is for. But what happened usually was, um, you know, I would, I would spend maybe a week ish time and on the sofa and, uh, and then I I would just like I I'm I'm sick of the sofa now and, uh, <laughs> it's it's gone to a point where um. You know, it doesn't even feel that good anymore to yeah, to, yeah. to be there, and also like uh, that's physically and also mentally. I'm like, there's always on the back of my mind, uh, something like, oh, you, you probably should be, you know, doing something instead of instead of like sitting around, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know totally. You you start building up this resentment towards yourself, and you start questioning yourself, like, why are you being so lazy? You should be doing something else. Yeah, exactly. It's it's all it's all about like you know, slacking off, quote unquote. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. It it's uh, it's good for maybe like a week, tops, and then from that point on, you're always thinking, you know, I I could have been doing this, I could have been doing that. Uh, but then sometimes you get like bias remorse again, and then you feel like oh, you know, I've already stayed unhealthy or i haven't worked out for like a week now and yeah and then you, you're just like might as well just continue yeah i know and then and then they all just like spirals for me this this going like the worst this has happened to me was uh senior year of university when this happened and i think it lasted a good three months ish so that was like just before just before christmas i think you came to visit me that time uh, yeah just yeah. before christmas all the way till uh mid february uh you know when i on <laughs> my captain at university uh i play at the badminton cup and then my captain literally was like you have to like start working out again <laughs> like we need you to play games and uh, so yeah that that's literally how that's sort of what happened and uh so now um even in the tough times where everybody is staying at home uh and in the uk especially you're not you're not particularly allowed to go outside unless you're, you know, buying supplies. Um, I am aware of, I'm more aware of, you know, the, uh, the sort of tendency to start slacking off and like work. And then I sort of make sure I don't do that. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes a lot of sense. I'm, but it's, you know, it's also quite hard because for most of the people who, gotten this sort of command to stay at home you know their their normal day would be you know going out working going somewhere doing something and all of a sudden it's completely okay for you to stay home and you still get paid like this is you know, especially for the people who doesn't really enjoy their jobs that much this is like heaven to them so you know it's so natural for them to just lay in their couches yeah Definitely, this happens with work as well. Uh, and actually, I'm planning for another episode about uh, work specifically with you know, uh, with the quarantine, uh, with another friend. Uh, so yeah, this uh, this is a this is a problem in in both fronts and yeah, both definitely. work and also for your personal health. Yeah, for sure. And I think you know, just the fact that you're if you're doing nothing all day and you just you know crunched up in in a couch is. Is not just bad for your sort of mental health. Obviously, we talked about the mental state, you know, how you start feeling more and more negative. You know, you start feeling negative because you realize you didn't do anything about your life. And then the worse you feel, the worse it gets. Mm. And eventually you just start giving up. So obviously that's a 
that's a really vicious cycle. And, you know, I suppose by trying to stay fit and trying to stay well at home, it could start helping you to kind of get out of that rut mm. and really start, you know, building positive routines around your day. Mm-hmm. And I think, I feel like another problem with, you know, this home quarantine and this, you know, suddenly given freedom to just be home and do nothing is that a lot of people just start actually doing nothing. Mm-hmm. They just stay at home and, you know, lie down like a, I don't know, like a plant, like broccoli, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I wouldn't put it well, that they, well, they okay. up, well, <laughs> what that ends up doing to you is, you know, you, you start having a huge lack of activities compared to your normal level. And because of that, your appetite still won't change mm-hmm. for a very short amount of time still. So you're still eating the same amount of food, but your activity rate reduces tremendously. So what, what end up happening is, you know, you can put on a lot of extra weight yeah. in the time of two, three days or even, you know, over a week. Yeah, that... And that's that's not good for you. You know, that's that's really not good for you. And also all of these posture, you know, spinal issues might come up again because you're not doing anything, you're laying around, you're probably playing video games or watching YouTube and you end up having, you know, pain in your back or, you know, your neck start feeling iffy and all that stuff that could yeah. be problematic as well. You know, you end up injuring yourself mm-hmm. by doing nothing. Yeah, I want to go back to the point where, you know, uh, about like sort of ins and outs because because honestly you can just think of yourselves as um you know you can do the math right you you know Mm. normally you will be spending this much energy uh for for like a day-to-day life uh if you were going outside uh you know you have to walk places you have to like climb stairs and do whatever um and versus now where uh, where you're staying at home mostly where these activities have been sort of eliminated for you um, then you suddenly have this gap of uh, extra energy that you are that you aren't spending uh, however yeah as you said I actually have seen this in both directions where people eat about the same or mm-hmm. they eat very less but but they eat in a very unhealthy way they just like stop eating um yeah for like lots of people just like stop having uh, meals and they they just reduce the number of meals they have um per day which is like i think i think insane but okay uh but yeah in any case uh whether you lower your intake through dieting or not what happens still is um a lot of the internal sort of I, I want to say like a lot of the muscles or a lot of the joints in your bodies aren't getting worked as uh, as they would have been right yeah yeah so yeah and and then you know if this continues for an extended period of time um, especially if you have like in the same time also uh, ha- uh, cultivated some sort of bad postures then it becomes like um, a really bad situation, right? You're not being yeah. worked, your joints are not being worked, they're being constantly put in a weird position. And um, and yeah, and like in a week's time or in two weeks time, you're gonna have like back pains and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I've i had this problem before in my life, so now I'm a bit more 
cautious with this. Um, but yeah, I think that that can really sneak up on you if you're not uh, paying attention and not, uh, you know, calling yourself out. Yeah, definitely. I can almost see like a significant rise in the chiropractic business, you know, two weeks from now. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. are going to start making visits. Uh, yeah, I think we pretty much hit all of this uh, where, you know, having the having the uh, uh, fewer sort of expenditures for, for mm -hmm. of energy for you uh, for external for an extended period of time. It just, uh, yeah, it, it sort of messes up your whole life. Like for me, for example, uh, if I am not spending as much as I would and I'm eating the same and you know some like by the end of the day I wouldn't be as tired as I should be and uh because of that I wouldn't be able to sleep well and um and then it sort of trickles into the second day and you know goes on and on and on, and on. so um yeah like what what sort of other uh uh, problems have you seen with with this uh, with this kind of uh, lifestyle change I think that's pretty much it well if I have to say one more thing it's probably just the cultivation of lazy habits um, you know a lot of people start slacking off because they treat this quarantine time as holiday mm. so by not doing anything by just putting everything into a halt what ends up happening is they probably need to readjust back into the normal working life when things start to pick back up again. So oh yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. you're constantly shifting lifestyles is not really great. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I can already see myself even even now. I can see myself, you know, getting some uh, time, needing some time to adjust when you know everything starts again. Yeah, but and also um, I want to cover the point again about bad postures and uh, which leads up to injuries as as we've doing, been discussing uh, throughout episodes. Um, you actually have, um, I mean, you don't have any chronic injuries on uh, yourself, but you've heard stories of people who do, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, the, I spend I spend half a year before working at a gym and. It's really funny because, you know, you would expect people working at the gym to be super, super healthy. But actually, the general manager of the gym, she's a, she's a power lifter herself as well. And she does a lot of uh, weight training and, you know, all sorts of different exercises. Very active person. But, you know, she sits at the front desk for about eight, nine hours a day. And I remember two weeks into my job, she told me she was like oh, i have to you know go to a chiropractor or a physiotherapist the other day because i couldn't get out of bed my uh, my back was killing me when i woke up and it turns out it was because you know she was sitting down all this time and she had a i think she was probably hunching her back forward you know this it comes very naturally to everyone so she was doing that and as time kind of goes on, it, it became a larger and larger issue. So, you know, it could happen to literally anyone. That's what I'm trying to say. Even to the most careful people, it could happen. So 
you know, for those uh, people listening, for those audiences that doesn't usually take so much care of their body, it could really sneak up on them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think no matter uh, how sort of active you are um, before this, uh, you need to st- you need to sort of uh, maintain. Uh, you basically need to maintain the amount of uh, of energy that you would have would have spent if the quarantine isn't there, right? Uh, and you know in the comfort of your uh, of home is especially difficult and uh both you know both mentally and and you know realistically speaking it's it's also like hard to sort out all the details but uh the point of the last 20 minutes ish is still uh trying to uh, us trying to convince you that this is uh something that you absolutely need to consider and uh make plans for yes yes you absolutely need to stay active even when you're staying home 24 7 it's so important Mm -hmm. and we are going to get to a bit more uh practical part of this and this i think we will be the first people (laughs) to do it and uh you actually did something very incredible uh to me where when you came back and you you saw the situation with uh you know staying at home and uh not getting enough exercise and not getting enough uh movements in your body uh for both you and your families and then you did something incredible where you wrote a plan right you wrote a uh, <laughs> yeah you, you wrote a you wrote a three-page pdf document which has some stuff and we're actually gonna project them into uh into the screens right right now you know, let's. Uh, I want to spend some time to literally just walk through this because it's it's really useful, and I think you've went through all the troubles of creating it. So, uh, why don't you sort of take us through uh the uh your exercise? Cause, cause you have it you have it in sort of three sections, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I created this uh this sort of routine in three different sections. So, the first section is some basic stretching movements so they're more like um, you know yoga type of movements where is mostly static with very very slow uh, motion for you for your body to adjust for your spine to kind of you know get relaxed or get get tensed and uh, the other two sections are essentially full body exercises but very much beginner level full body exercises because um, I initially designed this whole thing for my parents. Um, you know, they are in their 50s now and they don't really... I mean, they're active in a way that they're really, really good at walking. They, they take excruciatingly long walks on the weekends. I, I did that once with them just last week and it was insane. I mean, I passed out the moment when I came back home and I slept from... I think it was 4 p.m. all the way to 6 a.m. the next day. So it wasn't, <laughs> you know, they're hardcore, almost like hikers in a way. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of how, in terms of actually toning their muscles, in terms of actually activating their, um, you know, activating the small muscle tissues in their backs, that, which is, you know, the primary focus of this uh, program. Mm-hmm. 
they they're not really doing that much. So I wanted to I designed this to help them. That's my that's my goal. And I then realized, you know, after you contact me for this podcast, I then realized this could actually be very beneficial for a lot of people who are not really doing much exercises or haven't or those who haven't done a lot of exercises before, this could be a great place to get started. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not like I'm throwing you into the gym and making you do crazy, you know, NFL football style training. I'm actually, you know, making you start from scratch, but also with baby steps. And I think this is the the right way to start. Yeah, I think these are these all of these are super uh beginners friendly and it literally does not matter uh how sort of what your fitness level is right now and you can always get into yeah. them and honestly uh from what i see uh for, at, at least for the stretches all you need is sort of a mat and if you don't have it you can just like use a few towers <laughs> just do it on the floor if you don't have a mat yeah <laughs> That that's literally how I did. Like in in uh, freshman year, uh, in in university, I didn't have a I didn't have a yoga mat. I I don't have the space for a yoga mat, so I just put like two uh uh two towers back to back, and then it sort of became one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there are there are all kinds of ways to improvise. You know, if you really want to do something, yeah, home, you can definitely do definitely. it. Definitely, I want to sort of literally go through some of these, uh, some of these exercises. So for the, uh, the stretching movements I see here, I I really sort of focusing on, uh, getting, uh, how, how should I say it's it's more towards the back, right? As you said, it's it's a lot about like moving, yes, yes, yes. uh, stretching your upper back, uh, lower back, and making sure you know your uh you know there's no there's no tightness yeah yeah definitely so uh the reason why i created these uh, i selected these three stretching movements as you can see the first one is cobra stretch um is actually a easier version of cobra push-ups so usually this position is actually designed for a type of uh, exercise not just a stretch is designed for cobra push-ups where you actually your body goes down and then you press yourself up with your arms yeah like a cobra basically yes yes like like the snake hence the name um but the reason why i did it for the stretch is because well a lot of people don't necessarily have the strength in their arms you know especially just on their triceps to actually push their body upwards mm-hmm. there's the first time when I, you know, when I was, when I was doing these with very strict form, I start to realize it actually relies very, very much so on your triceps. So you do need some level of strength to be able to pull this off. Um, but you know, it's still beginner friendly. So if, if you feel like you you can do push-ups, you know, be my guest. But if you are someone who doesn't really have a extensive history of exercises i would suggest you to start with cobra stretch because it is a great stretching movement where you engage your glutes you engage your lower back and you also try to engage your you also try to kind of you know engage your scapula to make sure your upper back is upright as well yeah and that's how your face could actually be facing almost upwards 
mm-hmm. you'll be almost staring at the ceiling. Yeah. And that's going to be great because, you know, we, we spend most of our day sitting down or, you know, looking straight or looking downwards. And when we're in that state, our spine is bending forward. So I remember a friend of mine who was a physiotherapist. He said this very, very, uh, he made this point very clear to me. He said, you know, our body needs a balance at all times. So if you spend so much time bending forward, you need just about as much bending backwards. Now, obviously, we won't have enough time to, you know, counteract the amount of time that we bend forward. But what you can compensate for is that you can overcompensate by adding the intensity. Mm. So in this case, you know, the intensity is there. You're engaging your entire posterior chain to make sure your back is upright and everything is tight, everything is straight up. Yeah. So you don't need to bend backwards for like two days to <laughs> help you stay healthy. Uh, yeah, essentially, uh, what's important here is, uh, you know, for, for someone who's, who's lived with a sedentary uh, lifestyle already, and especially right now at home, uh, you know, you want to, uh, as I said, you know, just spend some time to make sure you move all your joints and like all of like your spinal cord is probably the most important uh, chain of um, of joints that you absolutely want to hit. And and all these three exercises, I think, are uh, sort of designed for that. Actually, I have experience in with number two and three uh, last year, I think towards the end of last year, because I had a um, uh, had a, a muscle spasm on my upper back uh, on the plane. Uh, when I was, when I was trying to take my jacket off, I literally when I reached back to uh to um uh to get my arms out of the hook and and I heard a pop. <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah so so that that's where um for me this wasn't this wasn't a debilitating problem this was an accident. Um, however, uh when I went to the physiotherapy or when I went to my chiropractor, uh the exercises that she suggested are very similar to what we have here. Um, actually, two two of them identical, which is number two and three, um, where you want to make sure you sort of move your, uh, both of your, uh, both of your scapular plane, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you want to like go all the way in and all the way out. And, yeah. uh, and then you can facilitate that with a little bit of breathing exercise, which also helps with your abs uh if that's a attracting point to anybody yeah definitely uh so yeah femoral roller stretch is the same but it's just moving in a different it's like up and down instead of in and out yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to add an additional point on you know the movement with the scapula because our our backs are really really um i would say mysterious areas of our bodies because it has literally so many uh, tiny, tiny little muscle fibers that we don't even, you know, small muscle groups where you, you, you even struggle, even, you know, medical students would struggle to name all of them um, because it's such a complex machinery. So the movement of, you know, extending and contracting your scapula actually activates a lot of the small tiny tiny deep muscle tissues in your Mm -hmm. back 
So it helps mm-hmm. to strengthen them. It's almost like lifting weights for very small muscle tissues. That's what it's doing. So this is a very important exercise. And as you said before, you know, with proper breathing techniques as well, that could be really beneficial. And also with the foam roller stretch, um, a lot of people, if they've never done it before, you realize when you're stretching yourself on top of foam roller, you feel like there's some sort of a pain near your shoulders, near the front side of your shoulders. And that's because your diaphragm and your entire, you know, pectoral muscle is actually getting stretched out. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a good sign. Although, although you don't want to go crazy with it, you don't want to actually stretch it all the way until your pegs are yeah. tear. But w- what I'm trying to say is, you know, the pain is the pain is natural and is completely normal because that is a sign of how that's a sign of how little you actually stretch yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're feeling it, that means the stretch is working. So don't don't hold back because of the pain but rather you know take calculated steps forward to kind of you know get used to it and slowly eliminate that pain and that would yeah you know once you don't feel any pain when you're doing that you know you're golden Mm -hmm. uh yeah and i think this this is just a general rule for any sort of stretching movement where uh you know a lot of people uh even for myself when i started doing because when i started doing like extensive stretching sessions you want to make sure that you are sort of strong or you are firm in, in if that makes sense where you don't want to just like oh i'm gonna lay back and and put my hands up and that's it and you know you want to make sure that you know you are uh, conscious of your of your all of your muscles and all of your positions and um and as you breathe you can feel uh you can actually feel some of the fibers being stretched and uh that's that's i think really important when uh when uh, not you but a different friend told me you know you want to make sure you feel the uh the stretching of the muscle and uh as you breathe and and don't sort of flop it and especially uh when i when i'm doing um lower body stretches when i'm doing like hamstring stretches you don't want to just like flop down and um yeah yeah so so i think uh from from my experience it's something to to sort of look out for make sure you are uh stretching but not complete not not relaxed stretching right yeah no your body still have to be fully engaged yeah yeah exactly exactly so so that's really important uh from <laughs> that i learned uh and i think uh just to cover all of all of our bases where uh we want to do like i think all three of your uh routines have some sort of um, slow steady cardio elements yes. and the illustration here we have is uh i don't know what this machine is called it's a walking machine <laughs> <laughs> i think it's uh it's the uh, elliptical or or some people call it the cross trainer i think yeah yeah which is probably why i don't know how what the name is um so yeah i, I don't think a lot of people will have that at home so what would you recommend as a substitute for uh for, for home? I, I understand this is not this is not exact this is not literally that you need to do no 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 this is not exactly what you need to do so to be fair i only put this picture up there because um because well you know that's that's the kind of 
association you get when you see steady speed cardio, you know, mm. is you, you're on some kind of cardio machine. So, um, and also because, you know, we have one in our home. So that's why ah, I, see. I put this picture up here. So I was like, mom and dad, you know, you, you, you don't even need to read. You just need to look at a picture and you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously for, for those people who are listening and who does not have cardio machines readily available at home, mm-hmm. what I would suggest you to do is, you know, you can go out for a walk. I, I think according to the UK government announcement, you're still allowed to go outside for a walk if it was... yeah. A necessary part of your daily exercises. Uh, it says one form of activity that that's a justifiable reason. So you can't go. You can go outside. Uh, um, I think for me the the cardio uh element in my workout is is not like right now. I'm I'm doing a fitness program, so that really just covers mm-hmm. it already. Uh, if not, yeah. at home, I think you know, just trying to. Go. Uh, what I do is I go on YouTube and I find a lot of these like home exercises for cardio and they're they're really good. Yeah. And they don't make they don't use a lot of space. They don't use any equipment. And you literally all you need to do is like jump around and <laughs> and um. Yeah, yeah. You can do things like burpees, star jumps. You know all those stuff. Yeah. Um, that that's definitely very helpful. Uh, the reason why I go I went for steady speed cardio instead of those. Hit cardio, which are high mm-hmm. intensity interval training type. Um, the reason why I chose the steady state is because this is much more beginner friendly. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much easier for people to do it and not get discouraged or not get completely annihilated the next day. You know, you don't you don't have all kinds. You won't have all kinds of aches and pains in your body the next day and say, "Oh, never gonna do it again." So that's the main reason why I chose this over hit cardio. I see. It was so that, you know, you can continue doing it and really build a habit out of this. Cool. Uh, and I think for the other two pages are, uh, we'll just sort of uh, skim through them. Uh, obviously, we'll link the PDF for uh, for our audience and you can download it and use it uh, for yourself and your friends uh, or family. Uh, for... You know, for the full body exercise, I think the the stretches are and the stretch of the cardio are always always there because they should be, uh, and yeah, um, I think just overall we are sort of looking at a, uh, mostly multi joint uh exercise, right? Uh, so multi joint basically means you know you have to use more than one muscle group to perform the exercise, which means you can reap benefits for. Uh, multiple muscle groups and multiple parts of your body uh, at the same time, right? Yeah, so the reason why I kind of chose these exercises that will recruit a a whole set of muscle groups instead of just, you know, one or two very isolated muscle tissues is because, well, A, it's very difficult to actually isolate um, certain muscle groups when you're doing body weight exercises is that's just how our body is set up right but another thing is i'm really trying to you know use as little as possible as little you know as small number of movements as possible to 
achieve as much outcome as we can. So really trying to recruit the to use the entire body with you know three or four exercises because I've designed these routines so that it won't take more than half an hour to 45 minutes of your day to to do it every day and you know these are the things that won't give you crazy kind of aches the next day when you wake up so you can you can continue repeating that yeah you won't be too sore after this that's that's really the the benefit of it and also uh for all of these exercises uh you know uh, we're gonna list we're gonna list the uh the basic ones and the and the full and the intermediate ones uh, you don't really need a lot of space for this uh, uh like a corridor would do basically you don't like you just need somewhere where at the maximum you can lie down somewhere where you can comfortably lie down. yeah exactly that's that's all you need to do yeah exactly except from your bed uh yeah i wouldn't do this <laughs> on the bed uh yeah <laughs> Uh, have your have your parents started started to adopt this, and um, have they seen any, you know, have they made any comments on how how well this performs? What I what I did with them was I was doing you know, it might sound really bad, but I'm doing my little experiments on, you know, what kind of exercise they're doing. So I'm really monitoring changes I see and changes that they feel. Um, so my dad is a pretty active person, you know, he, he goes to the gym and does weight training quite often. He used to swim a lot and, uh, you know, he, he walks to and from work every single day. And that's about one hour work, uh, one hour worth of walking every single day. So he does quite a bit of, uh, physical exercises usually. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much just bumping him straight into the intermediate level. And he's doing great, you know. He's not really complaining. He's his body is recovering quite well, and mind you, he's fifty-two years old. So if a fifty-two-year-old man can do this day in day out, there's literally no reason that for for a young adult to not be able to do this. Um, so I think that's that's great. Whereas for my mom, she's more of a sedentary type, you know. Um, she does go out for walks. She does do very light exercises. She picked up some yoga, I think, towards the end of last year. Um, but, you know, obviously with everything being shut down, she doesn't really have much um, opportunity to really practice them again. Um, so I've been, you know, helping her to mostly focus on the basic stretching movements. Um, and she's getting great results. I mean, she... She had a bit of a uh, very light case of scoliosis before. Um, that was that was about 10 years ago. So she was doing a lot of physiotherapy before to kind of help her with this situation. But those kind of treatments were mostly to help her cope with the pain and to alleviate the pain. It wasn't really helping her to, you know, really adjust and get rid of it. So what I'm trying to do now is help her slowly overcome these kind of chronic pains it wasn't it, it's not a severe case so you know for for those people who are trying to use this program to cure their severe chronic pains i suggest you act to go to a real doctor because i'm i am not a doctor <laughs> i don't know anything yeah 
This is mostly for general health. For people who are generally, you know, just taking care of their health and you know trying to improve upon it, I think it would be very beneficial because, as what I can see from my mom, a an average sedentary person, she's getting great responses from even just the basic stretching movements. You know, if you really, really put your mind into it and do it with perfect form, her back was actually aching the the day after.、Uh, So yeah, it's, it was it was great. But now after you know almost two months of doing this, she's fully into it. She's able to complete the basic full body movements with no problem at all, and that's just terrific.、Uh, the point of this exercise routine is really just to make sure you still have、um, a f- a fair amount of movement、uh, planned for the day and. Uh, you know, a lot of these are、uh, a lot of these stretches are sort of correctional,、uh, for correctional purpose to、uh, make sure you don't over,、uh, you don't overplace your、uh, yourself in a in a bad position for too long,、uh, and yeah, it's it's just a it's just a a stepping stone into、uh, creating an actual healthy、uh, fitness routine and.、Uh, So yeah,、uh, just out of curiosity, what what sort of routine that you,、uh, are you doing right now? Oh、uh, well, what I'm doing right now, I'm kind of、um, utilizing you know every single every single small equipment we have at home, and luckily we have quite a lot actually because、uh, you know me and my dad were quite were very into you know fitness and exercising, so we have a few sets of dumbbells at home. We have.、Um, We have a bike, you know, like one of those biking machines at home. We have a cross trainer,、um, yoga mat. We have a, we even have a Swiss ball, you know, the gigantic inflatable ones that you see in the gym. And also we have a few, a few resistance bands. So it's really, really helpful. What I, what I usually do is,、um, I would incorporate. Push-ups,、uh, squats, and some dumbbell works on my shoulders for one day, and then I'll probably use resistance bands for you know tighten up, tightening up my back, and also you know just going outside to use the public、uh, exercising area to do some pull-ups and you know going for a walk that kind of thing. So it's obviously nothing compared to you know. Going for a proper workout in the gym, but still is a decent level of physical activity that can you know keep me at least it makes me hungry when it comes to meal time, and that's that's what counts. I'm using this as an indicator, you know, if I if I feel hunger when it comes time to eat, then I know I'm okay. But if I don't feel hungry at all, but dinner's on the table. Then I start to realize that might have been a problem. You know, maybe I didn't do enough exercises today, or maybe I've been neglecting some cardio. You know, whatever. Interesting. I、uh, I don't have any、uh, equipment at home, unfortunately. I have like、uh, some stuff, but they're not exactly useful in a in a home environment.、Uh, so yeah, it's what I do mostly is.、Uh, 
internet videos and um, trying to follow them on uh, at home because lots of these are uh, equipment free and all you need is a little bit of space and luckily I have a living room now so uh, so that's uh, attainable definitely definitely I mean there are so many uh, there are so many great workout videos that you can follow online you know there's the P90X I think that was a really famous one uh, Insanity I think that's I believe that's the one that you're doing right now. Yeah, it's don't try this if you if you are um, a beginner. <laughs> this this like I've been I'm just got into the the second part and it's Jesus Christ. It's every single day is is a is a challenge. Like I've I've never got to the point where I haven't I haven't got to this point recently where after the exercise I'm having trouble like standing up. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. That means it's working. Yeah. Well, insanity is called insanity for a reason. You know, I, I remember when I used to do it, it was just really, really painful. Really, really painful. Yeah. I'm, fingers crossed. I'm like three weeks away from finishing it. So I'm going to go strong and try it. I'm quite surprised you still have the strength to record this podcast, really. You know, oh, this is, this is, it's funny. It's very funny because this is, what usually uh this time right now in the morning is usually when i when i do my insanity workout so okay okay so you still haven't done yours today yeah today i'm gonna do it in the afternoon like four or five ish and it's gonna suck and <laughs> wow i really hope you enjoy that yeah <laughs> yeah i mean uh the other thing i i, I want to say is you know uh exercising at home alone can be difficult and uh uh you know making sure you having you're having support uh it's it's a good it's a good tip that uh i think is useful so either uh through like communities through online communities uh or uh if you actually have a friend uh with you or if you actually have a friend no no i, well, I haven't finished if you actually have a friend who's who's doing okay. it with you then oh right then right, it makes right, sense right, to right. to um because that sounded really sad when I first said it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it, you know, having a having a buddy to to um, uh, to work out with you, it, it's it, it's very useful. I actually learned this uh, very late into my fitness career, quote unquote. Um, where you know, actually, actually having someone else to work out with you is tremendously boosting for yourself, and you know. You get you actually like I find this amazing where uh, when I'm when I'm working out with someone on weights I I'm lifting like about like a ten percent more than so much more yeah about like yeah. a ten percent or twenty percent more than I would have done it's just that you have that extra safety in you where you know if I'm if I'm not gonna bench press this much there's like a pair of hands that's gonna take it from take it away from me um, so that I don't yeah. like hurt myself so. Um, yeah, stuff like that, and also you know having someone uh else doing this with you is just an extra uh accountability, and it makes you, makes the both of you you know uh want to keep up and uh not slack off really. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah, it definitely works because um that's actually the case in my in my home really my my parents are doing it together every single day, so I think the fact that they're doing these exercises together help them to remind each other you know okay you know i'm doing it so you should do it you know it's that kind of thing it really keeps them on track 
it really helps them to not fall off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's the that's all the tips that we have for uh, for a home workout. Yeah, it's nice to have you. And uh, do you have any last words for <laughs> uh, for our audience about sort of keeping fit? Yeah, so I just wanted to say, you know, well, first of all, Nick, thank you for having me again.、Um, it's always a pleasure to do these podcasts with you. It's really interesting talking about all these different topics. And you know, for for those people who are listening, if you have any questions regarding this particular program, or you just have any fitness or health-related questions in general, feel free to leave a comment on YouTube, or you know, contact or find me on Instagram. If I can answer those, I'll try my best. I'm not a healthcare professional, not or a fitness trainer, but I'm really passionate about this, and I've been doing this for a while. So I'll try my best to answer your questions, and you know we can help each other out. Yeah, great.、Uh, yeah, that's really just the sentiment of it. Just even when we are at home, it's it's nice to it's important to make sure that you you are.、Uh, Still maintaining your your physical health, and、uh, yeah, just be connected to people. And、uh, I think、uh, yeah, cool. So that's this week's episode.、Uh, leave any comments、uh, and any thoughts that you have on the episode.、Uh, on discuss anything that you disagree with,、uh, anything that we left over、uh, that we should probably cover.、Uh, I'm happy to do、uh, a follow up topic、uh, a little bit later. I just want to、uh, double check with our、uh, publishing schedule because、uh, I think I'm I'm vehemently posting this on Instagram and other social platforms. I'm、uh, still lots of people are not getting this bit. So usually we publish Saturday morning UK time,、uh, London time at 11 a.m. I actually do a YouTube premiere there, so I'm I'm gonna like sit in front of the computer and、uh, watch the episode. With you guys,、uh, and、uh, happy to answer any、um, questions via the live chat if you if you have any, or happy to interact with anybody.、Uh, and in addition to YouTube, the episode is now live on iTunes, Google Podcast, and、uh, Spotify. So find us there.、Uh, search for the Kapow Podcast, and you should be able to、uh, find me. Usually, I link I link all my podcast.、Li- uh, uh, At the end of my YouTube video, so you should be able to find me there as well.、Uh, cool. Thank you again for coming on to the show, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.